Hey, fam. Hello, hello, hello. Family. I'm just coming here to talk to y'all. Real quick. I was having some one-on-one time with the Lord, you know. And I was watching this video. Well, I really got to put the link at the bottom, fam. I'm going to put the link at the bottom. I'm going to put the link at the bottom. And... The man was talking about a brother in Christ. Our brother in Christ was talking about our righteousness. It's so beautiful. I want you to go listen to it. I don't even want to try to even put my own little twit. No, go listen to what he said. But family, I just, it made me, I just needed time to talk to the Lord. Because. I love Jesus, and I say all the time, I love him. I love him. I do. I do. Family, it hit me that not only did he die for me, but he died and he gave me his life. He left his life as my inheritance. He switched roles with me. And I want you to put yourself, because it's not just about me. It's about you, too. He switched roles with us. He became the servant and served us. He took on death so we didn't. And I was talking to the Lord. And I said, Lord, you died for me because the wages of my sin is death. Mm. The wages of my sin is death. And you died so you can be my sin offering. Mm. Family, it just hit me like, oh, God is just so good. He is just so good. Family, all he wants us to do is surrender. He just wants us to surrender and just let him live through us. Let him live inside of us and have his way. Let, let Give us his life. He switched places with us. He took on our punishment to give us his life. He switched with us. He came down here and faced death. He went to hell for us, for our sins. He did that, family, so we can live. He is so good, y'all. He is so good. Family, there's nothing that you can ever do to deserve what Jesus did for you. There's nothing that you can do. And you see that in yourself when you're trying to keep the old covenant. There's nothing that you can do. You can say that you don't do this or you don't do that. But I'm here to tell you, you will break a law before the day is over. But Jesus came down here and was mocked, was spit at, was beat on, was was hung on a cross like a criminal. You feel me? He was tortured. Just so you can have his life. Just so you can have his life. And there's nothing that you can do to deserve it. 
He died because of our sin, because we are sinful. He died because of that. And it only proves that we don't deserve how good he is. He's just that good. We we can't do anything to deserve the love of God. He just loves us. He loves us where we're at. He loves us this very moment, this very second in time. He loves us. And he's constantly calling us to come back home. Family, it just, uh, it, it makes me think of the prodigal son. And how the father let his son go off with his inheritance. Even though, you know, as a parent, it would hurt for your child to leave. And you know that it's wolves out there. You know that this world is ready to eat him up. But they let his son go, family. He blew the inheritance. And the prodigal son got to the point where he was just like, Dad, I'm ready to eat with the pigs. But wait, let me let me go to my father's house and see if I can just be a servant. But what happened when the prodigal got to his father's house? He said, give him, give him a robe. Put a ring on his finger. Cook the fat and calf for my son has returned home. He didn't want, he didn't look at his son as a servant. He looked at his son as his son and nothing changed that. And it's so hard. For us to believe that that's how God feels about us. That everything I've done, every way I've sinned against you, Lord, and you still look at me like your child. You became the servant so I can be served. And that family, that video, it really hit me, y'all. It really did. It was so just, oh, it was just good. It was just a very, very, very good video, fam. Very good. Very, very good, okay? And it just opened my eyes to more of God's perfect love. Because, you know, God's love, the, the love of the Father cast out all fear. But one thing that I feel like we all fear is getting it wrong. That that we'll get it wrong and God won't love us no more. We've been so conditioned by people and circumstances that we're just waiting to mess up and God turn his back on us. But if we could just accept that God is just too good to do that, he's just too good to leave us. That that his unfailing love is our portion. If we can just receive the Father's unfailing love, we will be okay. Family, just go to your Father and surrender. Tell your Father, I surrender to you. I am yours and you are mine. And nothing can separate you from me. That's another thing when I, me and the Lord was talking. I said, Lord, you went to hell to show me. To show me that nothing can separate your love from me. 
Not heaven, not hell, not this earth. I know that you will go to the deepest, darkest pit of hell to come and get me. Nothing can make you stop loving me. And that's what the cross did. That's what his bloodshed did. It showed me that you will stop at nothing to have me come back home. And family, I say this and I say this for you to take this too, family. It's not just about me. It's about you. God loves us so much that he was willing and able to give up his life. Jesus gave up his life for us. In the garden, he was sweating like great drops of blood. Because he he realized everything that was going to happen to him. But he still fulfilled his purpose. He still came down here and was the sin offering for us all. He did nothing to deserve what happened to him. But he did it to show us that I love you. That I love you and I will do anything to bring you back home. I see the Lord showering his kids with mercy. And some of them won't even return home. They're just blowing their inheritance. The Lord wants his children home. He died to bring his children home. On the cross, he told the man, he said, I'll see you in paradise. I'm going to see you in paradise. That man, he was convicted. He was a criminal. He He was actually a criminal. But the same criminal that was sitting next to our Lord and Savior on that cross. He was in right standing with God because of how much God loved him. How much he meant to God. He was on the cross hanging there convicted. He was a criminal. But still Jesus said I'll see you in paradise. Because of his love. That shows you right there. That nothing will separate you from God's love. Nothing will separate you from him. Even if you are convicted, sitting there, hanging on your cross, he still will come and say, I will see you in paradise. But will you receive it or will you say on the cross, but Jesus, I'm hanging here, Jesus, I'm hanging on his cross. And and Lord, you know that I did what I did. Will you say that or will you say, Lord, I received paradise? Jesus did everything for us. Everything. He did it for us. But will we walk through? Will we receive it? Family. I'm just like really in awe of the Lord. I just like y'all. Nothing can separate us from God's love. No 
No sin can separate you from the love of the Father. Let him love on you. Let him receive him within you. Receive him within you and let him do a good work within you. Take your hands off. Back your hands off and just say, Lord, I receive you. Holy Spirit, move in the name of Jesus. Allow him to give you his life that he died to give to you. He died to give you his life. Receive it. Just receive it. He will live in you and work through you in the name of Jesus. If you receive him. Family. Nothing can separate you from God's love. I want you to say that right now. Nothing can separate me from God's love. Nothing. Not hell, not heaven, not earth, not your sin. Nothing can separate you from the love of the Father. Nothing. Any any thought that crosses your mind that's not of the Lord can't separate you from the love of the Father. Every false accusation that rose up against you cannot separate you from the love of the Father. None of your shortcomings can separate you from the Father. None of your strongholds will separate you from the Father. Come close to him. Come close to him and he will set you free. That's all he wants to do is set you free. The thief has come to kill your life, steal from your life, and to destroy your life. But if you let Jesus in, he will have the resurrection power to give you life again. He will give you life after death if you will receive him. He will give it to you. Will you receive him? Say, Lord, I I want your resurrection power. I receive it. I receive your resurrection power, Father, in the name of Jesus. Family, I just love him so much. (laughs) Oh, because he is so holy. But yet he died for my sin. He died for your sin. He said, I will remove the one thing that can separate you from me. I will remove it so it's out of the way. I will bear the punishment so that can't even separate you from me. I will give you my life so nothing can separate you from me. Receive it. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. He is good. He is a mighty God. He is such a mighty God. Hallelujah. Family, receive him. Receive him. Receive him. He is the bread of life. He is the living Water. You got to be hungry and you got to be thirsty. Hallelujah. You got to be hungry for Jesus. 
You got to be thirsty for him. Think about when you hungry. you like, I'm going to get me something to eat. That's how you got to be with Jesus. That's how you got to be with the word of God. You got to come and dig into this Bible and be hungry. You got to be hungry. You got to really be thirsty. And you will see the abundance of your hunger and your thirst after him. You will see it. Family, receive him. Receive him and all his abundance. Receive him. Receive his mercy. Punishment is not your portion. The Lord has died to show you mercy. He died to give you mercy. Receive it. Stop fighting up against his hand. Hallelujah. Family, oh, I just love him. Like, oh my goodness. I have these moments where it just hits me. You can say that Jesus died for your sins. You can say that all day. But just it's just those times where it hits you different. It hit different that you are my sin offering. You are my sin offering. You knew I couldn't be perfect. So you died to give me your life. You didn't die to make my life better. You died to give me your life. You know that? He didn't die so you could have a decent life. He died to give you his life. He exchanged it. He switched it. He said, let me bear your sins. Let me put your sins on my back. Let me die for you so you can receive this power of my life. Receive him. Oh, hallelujah. Tap within family. Tap within and receive the father in the name of Jesus, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each person under the sound of my voice, Lord, will dwell in your presence, Father, that they will take shelter in you, Father. I pray that they receive your life, Lord. You have given us your life. Hallelujah. Allow them to receive your love, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord, in each and every one of their lives, Lord. And I know you hear me, Father, because you said if your words remain in me and I remain in you, I can ask for anything I want and you will do it, Father. And I'm asking that each person that hears this receives your love. They they receive your love, Lord. They receive your abundance. They receive their inheritance, their birthright that you have set for them, Father. I pray that they eat at this at this table that you are preparing for them in the presence of their enemies. I'm praying, Father, that although it looks like defeat, you will show them the victory, Lord, in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Lord. And I pray that your spirit moves, Father. I pray that your spirit stirs some things up, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are the I am that is the I am in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I just thank you, Father. I love you and I praise you. And it is in Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Who family, God is good. While I was praying, I 
could literally feel Jesus standing in front of my face. <laughs> I felt like if I opened my eyes, I was going to see him. <laughs> oh, he good. Family, go love on the Lord today. He is there. Oh, he is there. Receive your abundance in the name of Jesus. Because guess what? The rain is here. <laughs> Remember we talked about Elijah? The rain is here. Hallelujah. You are a child of the Most High. You are no longer a slave. Because a master doesn't confine in his slaves. You are his. Okay? Hallelujah. I love y'all family. Let's say this together. Most importantly, Jesus loves y'all. Bye. Family. I'm on my hold up. Wait a minute. But I want to take y'all to Luke 15 because I just have to read it to you. Parable of the lost sheep. Tax collectors and other notorious sinners often came to listen to Jesus teach. This made the Pharisees and teachers of religious law complain that he was associating with such with such people, even eating with them. So Jesus told them this story. If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them gets lost, what will he do? Won't he leave the 99 others in the wilderness and go to search for the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he will joyfully carry it home on his shoulders. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors saying, Rejoice with me because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is no if there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over ninety nine others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. Mm. Family, the heavens rejoice when one sinner repents. Family, if you feel the conviction there, if you feel the tugging in your heart to repent, go to the Father and say, Father, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven. I have sinned against myself, Lord. I receive the forgiveness that you have for me. I receive it. Lord, teach me how to forgive like you. Teach me how to love like you. Teach me, Lord. Teach me to be like you. Live in me. I receive your life, Lord. Live in me. Dwell amongst me and show me how to be like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the heavens will rejoice. I'm telling you, the heavens will rejoice once you repent. In the name of Jesus. Don't forget in Jesus' name is power in the name of Jesus. Or suppose a woman has ten silver coins and loses one. Won't she light a lamp and sweep the entire house and search carefully until she finds it? And when she finds it, she will call in her friends. And neighbors and say, rejoice with me because I have found my lost coin. In the same way, there is joy in the presence of God's angels when even one sinner repents. Mm. 
Make the heavens rejoice today, family. Repent from your sins. Turn away from it. Turn away from your wicked ways, family. Turn away, okay? You know your sins good for shower now. Repent from your sins. To illustrate the point further, Jesus told them this story. A man had two sons. The younger son told his father, I want to share of your estate now before you die. So his father agreed to divide his wealth between his sons. A few days later, this younger son packed all his belongings and moved to a distant land. And there he wasted all his money and wild living. About the time his money ran out, a great famine swept over the land and he began to starve. He persuaded a local farmer to hire him, and the man sent him into his fields to feed the pigs. The young man became so hungry that even the pies he was feeding the pigs looked good to him. But no one gave him anything. Family. Can can you relate to that pig pen moment? Everywhere you just see a famine of love. Nobody loves. You don't see love nowhere around. And you're in this world looking for what you once had at your father's house. Or maybe you don't even ever remember being in your father's house. Maybe all you can remember is the pain. And you're just sitting there in the pig pen. You're sitting there with the pigs. You you feel so dirty. Just sitting there, right? And it says, when he finally came to his senses, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have food, enough to spare. And here I am dying of hunger. Family, have that come into your senses a moment right now and realize the abundance that the Father has for you. Know that you can dwell with him. He can dwell within you. He will live inside of you. He will commune with you. You, If you are hungry, he will give you his bread of life. If you are thirsty, he will give you his living water. Will you get into the Bible and read it and digest it and let it just go throughout your body? Will you let it strengthen your bones? Hallelujah. It says, I will go home to my father and say, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no no longer worthy of being called your son. Please Take me on as a hired servant. So he returned home to his father. And while he was still a long way off, his father saw him coming. Mm. That's how the Lord feels about you. That's how the Lord feels about when you repent. When you turn back to him. When you say, I have it better with my father. I won't tolerate the things of this world. I won't tolerate this world. I won't sit with the pigs. I won't be dirty. I'll get up because at my father's house, I know that there is love and compassion waiting for me. 
He said, filled with love and compassion. He ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him. His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I'm no longer worthy of being called your son. Family, does anybody... Can anybody be a witness to not feeling worthy of being God's? I I know I have. I know that there was a time that I said, I don't even feel worthy of being your daughter. What do you mean? I'm no longer worthy. You've seen all that I've done. You know all that I have done. I'm not worthy of being yours anymore. There's no way. But you know what scripture is the truth nothing is impossible with God even my filth I thought I was too stained I thought I was too dirty but nothing is impossible with God through God all things are possible But his father said to the servants, quick, bring the finest robe in the house. It says, bring the finest robe in the house. That's the part I really wanted to read. Because in the beginning, I said a robe. But I really wanted you to hear that the father didn't just say a robe. He said the finest robe. Put the finest robe on my son. And that's how the Lord feels about you. He says, I want to put the finest robe on you. I want you to wear the finest robe of my righteousness, of my salvation. I want you to have the finest. Will you receive it? It says, bring the finest robe in the house and put it on him. Get a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet. And kill the calf we have been fattened. We must celebrate with a feast. For this son of mine was dead and has now returned to life. He was lost, but now he is found. So the party began. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's 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 go down to um because okay, we can read it. Cause then the brother he was feeling a little type of way, y'all. He was feeling a little type of way. And um, it says, meanwhile, the older son was in the field, in the fields working. When he returned home, he heard the music and dancing in the house. And he asked one of the servants, what was going on? Your brother is back. He was he was told and your father has killed the fattened calf. We are celebrating him. We are celebrating because of his safe return. The other, the older brother was angry and wouldn't go in. His father came out and begged him, but he replied, all these years I've slaved for you and never once refused to do a single thing you told me to. And in all that time, you never gave me even one young goat for a feast with my friends. Yet when his this son of yours comes back after squandering your money on prostitutes, you celebrate by killing the fattened calf. His father said to him, look, dear son, you have always stayed by me and everything I have is yours. We had to celebrate this happy day for your brother was dead and has come back to life. He was lost. But now he is found. Now he is was lost. But now he is found. 
time for the heavens to rejoice for you coming home. The heavens will rejoice. Your feast is ready, says the Lord. I've been preparing it. I've been fattening this calf for you. Now it's time for you to put on the best. Now it's time for you to put on the best. It's time to celebrate you, says the Lord. Congratulations. It's time to celebrate you because you're home. You know now, you know now that you were mine and I am yours. You know that you belong to me. It's time to celebrate, says the Lord. <laughs> Congratulations. It's time to celebrate because you were home. Hallelujah, family. Fam. Take this back to the Lord. Allow it to minister to you. Allow it to do a good work within you. I love you so much. But most importantly, Jesus loves you. Bye.